Welcome back for the second segment of the Sugya of Gezal Akum with the Yerucha program. We'll just take a short recap to discuss what we've had till now, and we're going to take that Amir Tzashem further afield into different areas of Chayish and Mishpat, where Gezal Akum plays itself out and ramifications that really have not only ramifications for Gezal Akum per se, but really affects our understanding of other areas of Chayish and Mishpat. What we basically came out with last week was a framework in which we understood that stealing, doing something actively, taking away money from somebody else, it doesn't make a difference who the victim is. It's a goy, it's a yidunga maizamazik. A goy, it doesn't make a difference. One is not allowed to do an act of gezel. At best, what the way the Gemara defines it, Gezel Akum is Mutter. I'm sorry, Gezel Akum is also. And Havkos Havosoy is Mutter tells us Havkos Havosoy means only where I'm doing nothing to take. I'm only not perhaps living up to financial commitments that I have with somebody else. So where that person's a guy, I don't necessarily have to run after him. And even there, if it's clear, if it's blatant, if it's Chil Hashem, it's not just that it's an Averi of Chil Hashem, the way we defined it, but being that I'm blatantly not doing what I'm supposed to be doing, that itself perforce becomes a form of Gezel. That's the basic summary of what we had last week. As Hashem is, we're going to learn a Ramah, actually, and we're going to see how a proper understanding of this Ramah and its application in halachas that are totally not negated to Chalish Mishpat will give us deeper insight in how to apply this concept in different areas of Chalish Mishpat. The Ramah is in Evan Ezer, Simon Chavches, in Hilchas Kedushin, in discussing what Kesef is to be used by an Ish, by a man being Makadish and Isha. The Ramo in Sifalov says like this, Hago, kitcher begezel, oignevas akum, something that was stolen from a goy, havim mekudeshes. What it sounds like is, he stole a bike from a goy, and then he's mekadosh, he stole a ring. He pickpocketed a ring from a goyish woman, and then he turned around, he was mekadosh. Doesn't sound very Jewish, but he was mekadosh and isha with that ring. The halochi is, havim mekudeshes. To enet suichel ha'achzer, rak mikoyach kiddush Hashem. The Ramos says that Gezel Akim, you don't have to return it. It's only Mekoyach Kiddush Hashem, which is questionable. We're going to question that. And therefore, uh, he has full right to be Mekadosh and issue with that. The Ramos quotes this B'Shem Tshuvis, Marival and Simon Kuflan Ches. The going in a few short words on the Ramos says, of course, that's not true. So the Marival is not talking about a case where he pickpocketed a ring, and then he was Mekadosh and Isha. How could the Ramos say that that's only Mechiyu, about Kiddush Hashem? Gezel Akim is also, According to most parts, we've discussed last week extensively, there maybe is a differing opinion, but the Pashtus is that Gezel Akim is also Midereisa. That being the case, then why would he be able to be Mekadosh and Isha with that ring? It's not just an imperative of Kiddush Hashem. That's the Kasha on the Ramah, and the Mepharshim over there, the Beishmol, the Chalks Mechaikik, and the Avdim Elohim, offering differing Chidushim in order to understand the Ramah. Understanding their Chidushim in the context of Hilchus Chidushim will give us deeper insight into Gezel Akum and other areas in Chayish Mishpat as well. 
So let's first discuss Be'ezus Hashem, the Mahalach of the Chalkas Mechaykik. The Chalkas Mechaykik over there in Eben Ezer offers what's somewhat of a groundbreaking insight into the nature of different financial wrongdoings. There's a concept of theft that we all understand. Pickpocketing somebody, breaking into somebody's house, that's, uh, that's pretty black and white, the concept of what that is. There's also obviously different forms of gezel, not paying up a choiv, which is not gezel per se, because you're not doing anything, but denying a claim in Bezdin, embezzling funds and so on. These are all forms of gezel. Chalks Mechaikik says that when the Gemara is mechalik between gezel and Afkos Avosoy, included in Afkos Avosoy, which again is not active gezel, you're not taking something, you're holding on to something which is by you and you're not returning it. You're not living up to your chiv to return it, which is the same thing as returning your chiv. He includes in that something which is quite a bit past, just not returning your chiv. He includes the chalks mechaikik, not returning a pikodon that you have biyotcho. He says that what the Marival is talking about, we're not talking about somebody who's a pickpocket, and then he turns around and he's mekadosh to Yishu No way. That's gezel, and of course, that's not mekudoshes. What the Marival, what the Ramah is talking about, is that there's something that was biyodoy, the Yid was entrusted with something as a pikodon from a goy, and because of that, for him to turn around and be mekadosh and Yishu with it, there's no act of gezel. He didn't remove it from the Goy's presence. He didn't take it out of the Goy's Rishos. He didn't even deny it in court that he owes that thing, that that thing belongs to the Goy. So there's no active role of Gezel. There's just a passive, not living up to your financial obligation to return it. That, the Chalks Mechaikik is Mechadish, would be termed Havkos Avosay. And the Sivis in Kuf Tzadik Dalad brings a similar Mahalach also. But the Shulchan Aruch HaRav and the Gro in both places, in Ebenezer and in Chosh Mishpat, reject that. Why is that? They understand, and this is, goes, this cuts very deep to the Shiroshin of Hilchus Pikodin. If I'm holding on to something, we know this Halachs and Ter, Shem Echidam, Shem and so on. If I'm watching, somebody parks his car in my garage, and I tell him, you can park it, you're going away for a week, no problem, park the car by me, I'll take care of it. I'll watch the car for you. Is that mean that when the car is in my garage, so to speak, it's in my rishus? It's not in the owner's rishus anymore? Gedele Achredim understand that the concept of a pikodon is that when I'm holding on to it, it's really that my backyard, my garage more accurately, is now serving to a certain extent as his garage. That means if I allow him to put it there, or I'm watching it, or even if it's not a mokim miyuchid, it's by me and my rishus, and I have responsibility to watch it for him. When I'm holding on to it, my possession of that chayfet is really a possession on his behalf. It's not me holding on to it, it's me holding on to it on his behalf. That being said, could that be called, if I now take it, and I'm keeping it as mine, could that not be defined as me taking it out of his rishos? The reason why it's in his rishos is because I'm holding on to it for him. The second that I cease to hold on to it for him and I'm holding on to it for myself, and I turn around and I give it to somebody else, am I not removing it from his rishos? So dispute the This, by the way, plays itself out in a lot of areas in the and we'll just throw out a few pointers. It's not our sugya. 
but just in order to understand the ramifications of such an idea. If I'm a lawyer and I have money that's held by me in an escrow account, safety deposit box, and there's a dispute over jewelry, a family inheritance, uh, which is playing itself out in court, I'm the lawyer, I'm holding on to the jewelry in my personal safety deposit box. My holding on to it for the rightful owner. Is it by me that I, so to speak, have a certain jurisdiction over it? This concept is discussed, legabi nemonus, of a lawyer who is a sholish, what's known as a third party. It's by him in full custody as an escrow, legal custody as an escrow account. Does he have a din bailus in the nafkamin or does he have nemonus? Let's say that lawyer will offer information to a third party, a judge, an arbitrator, and he'll offer information that might decide the case between two parties. Ostensibly, in in order to prove a case, you need to aid him. You always need to aid him. But where we're talking about somebody who has an existential claim of ownership, so there his testimony will carry more weight than Besden. Nasivis discusses that concept in Hilchis Sholish, that it could be the definition of an escrow is he's an owner. He's holding on to it. It's not just somebody put it in his safety deposit box. I am holding on my rishus is your rishus. So a proper definition and application of this concept might lend itself to various nafkamin islaloka. Point out another case in point. In the third paragraph above Metzia, where Ruvain is watching, that's the parrot where the dinam of Shem Echinim and Shem Esachar are discussed. If Ruvain is watching a barrel of wine for Shimon, and Ruvain does what's called Shlichus Yad, he embezzles and he takes part of it for himself. Again, same type of thing, a lawyer who embezzles funds. The Gemara seems to need a whole different pasuk and a different dynamic to call him a thief. Rushayim asks, why shouldn't he be a thief just by taking and using somebody else's property. And the Rishonim understand because it might be Shimon's, but if it was put by Ruvain, that means that Ruvain does have a certain amount of custodial, custodial ownership of it. It's not ownership, but it's in Ruvain's Rishos. When Ruvain would use that barrel of wine, take some of that money, is he removing something from Shimon's Rishos? It might not be classic Gezel. The dynamic and the mechanics of how that Gezel plays itself out in the context of Shlichus Yad could be totally different. And the Sugis over there prove that. It has different halachas than a regular Gazan. Again, we're not learning that Sugi, but just again, to point out where this plays itself out. But Chalks Kiddush is groundbreaking because what it does is it defines that when Ruven is holding on to Shimon's Chayfitz, or not Shimon, it's a Goy. That means that the Chavitz is by Ruven. Ruven now turning around and assuming ownership to the point where he's Mekadosh an issue with it is not an act of Gezel. It's an act of Avkar Salvosa. Again, like we said, many of the places can reject that. We'll point out one more place where this plays itself out. The Machnefrayim in Hilchus Gzela seems to also support such a, an idea of the Chavitz Mokhaikik. And his Raya is from the Gemara Bob Metzir Chavov. The Gemara is talking over there about Ruvain not being a shamer for Shimon, but Ruvain picked up a wallet that he knows belongs to Shimon. It was an Avedim. Shimon lost the wallet. Ruvain picked it up. At the point he picked it up, he was full of good intentions. He picked it up. Aldas to return to Shimon. He's now holding on to it to give it to Shimon. At some point, unfortunately, like all of us, the Yitzhahara got a hold of him. 
And the Yitzhar told him, justified it, he, he wants to keep it for himself. The Gemara says that at that point, he's not a regular Gazel. And the Machnafrab says that's because since it was not in the Rishus of Shimon, Ruven now holding on to something that he was holding on to for Shimon, and now he's assuming holding on to it for himself is not classic Gezel. He says, then that would be true by a Picotin also. Again, I read and dispute the comparison of those two cases. Why? Very simple. And Aveda, being that Shimon lost it, you can't say that it's still in the possession of Shimon. You can say that Ruven is holding on to it for Shimon, but Shimon doesn't have full custodial rights to the point where there's a halacha that's discussed in the Gemara in different places, any B'Shusoy, Shimon, while the wallet is sold. Let's say Shimon would decide, you know, I'm going to find my wallet. I'm right now going to be Magdashit. I'm going to give the wallet and its contents to Tzotah. That uh, Kenyan, that Haknot Hegdash to Tzotah, is not Chal. Because if it's not B'Shusoy, he doesn't have full custodial ownership of it to be able to be Magdash. Right now it's by Ruvain. Such is that the case where Reuven decided to keep it for himself. He's talking about removing it from Shimon's ownership. Because Shimon's ownership was weakened by the fact that he doesn't know where it is. But if Shimon entrusted Reuven with that wallet, so then that's by Reuven for Shimon. Shimon is the full owner with full rights to it. Reuven happens to be holding on to it in his garage for Shimon. If Reuven now would assume ownership of that car, bike, ring, whatever it is, for himself, that would be Gezo, and therefore that would not be Avkos Avosik. If somebody's a lawyer, a Jewish lawyer holding on to money for a Goy, despite the fact that it's in the Yid safety deposit box, if he keeps any of it, he's a Gazel, not a Mafkia Avosik, and it would have full din of Gezel Akum Osimid it would not be Avkos Avosik. This is the approach of the Chalks Mokhoikek with the resultant ramifications, which are broader than just the Alokhs of Gezel Akum. The Beis Shmuel says something else. Beis Shmuel says that the reason why the Ramah is justified in saying that Kiddusha Begezel, the Chiv is only Alts Kiddush Hashem, says the Beis Shmuel because there are those we mentioned before that say that the Chiv of Gezel Akum is only Midir Abonon. That being said, the Beis Shmuel says, who says that a Chiv, an Isidir Abonon, takes away from Kiddush and That's the Beis Shmuel's approach. And again, we could question that, which is what the Goin and other Achronim do, because let's say the Issa is only Midir Let's say the Issa is only Midir Who made that ring, right? Let's say we go to a case of classic Gezel. Not like we discussed just now from the Chelks Mechayket. And we say that we're talking about a Yid who pickpocketed Gezel, classic Gezel Akum. He stole it from a Goin. Let's say that act of thievery was only Midir Does that make the ring yours? If you're Mekadosh and Yishu with it, are you being Mekadosh the Yishu with something that's yours? Kedushin is only a Kenyan when you're Mekadosh the Yishu with something that's yours, not with something that doesn't belong to you. The one who picks up on this theme and discusses it by Richus is the Avni Maluim over here in Evan Ezechov Ches Sifkot and Gimel. And he quotes what's famously known as the Mogan Avram. The Mogan Avram of all places in Hilchis Esrig discusses the fact that if a Yid would walk into a Goyesha Esrig orchard and pick an Esrig off the tree, picks an Esrig off the tree, or there's disputed property, he encroaches uh, on a guy's property, and he pulls an Esrig off the tree. Can he be Yoytze the mitzvah of Netilas Esrig? It's not very Jewish again, 
But could Lamaisa is he ate to the mitzvah? So we know that the din of Esrik, besides for the fact that you're not allowed to be Yaitzu with Gezel, and maybe you'll say that Gezel Akum is doesn't take away from the mitzvah Deraisa, which is really what the Beishmol is saying, but the, the Mogan Avram brings up a more basic point. Even if you say that the act of Gezel is only an Isim at the end of the day it's not yours, it belongs to the guy. What makes it yours just because the thievery is only Midr that means Midr it's yours, it still belongs to the guy. The Magen Avram quotes his Peshem Yisef Yireim, he says that one who steals an Esrik from a guy, it's usually not a guy by, by a Sreikim, because Goyim do not, uh, generally don't raise a Sreikim. It's a, it's a Yiddish industry. I've heard of stories where people go down to, uh, to places in New Jersey, they used to have outside the Meadowlands, I think it's more developed there with malls and all, but there used to be a place where there were bona fide kosher arovis that were growing, Again, Arava is not as choshev as an esrig, but it has the same pasuk of a lekachtem lochem. The Torah says that an esrig and a lulav and a dasma and a rovis all have to belong to you to be yitz of the mitzvah lochem. It's yours. Now, if you cut it off goyish own property without bothering to find out whether it's hefker or not, could very well be you're not yitz of the mitzvah. Shame not to be yitz of the mitzvah for a few dollars of cheap arovis. But that's uh, that's 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 very real halacha So the Morgan Avram says, "B'shem the Sefer Yireim that an esrog of a goy, it doesn't make a difference how severe the issue is of the thievery of the ma'isig zeila. At the end of the day, it's not yours." This is the opposition to taking the Beishmul's approach of saying that the is of downgrading the is of gezelakum. It's not going to help. It's not going to help. Kedushin has to be done with something that's yours. The Avdavalun goes off into a whole fascinating discussion that maybe Kedushin, it doesn't really have to be yours. It's, it should just be something that you have a right, that you're using. I mean, say like this. If the Gezel is only Midrabonon, at the end of the day, my stealing a bike from a Goy, by my riding the bike down the block, I'm only over in Isidrabonon, let's say. So when I give it to her, to the Isha, again, she's riding something that belongs to somebody else. Maybe at best, or at worst, rather, it's only an Isidur Abbonah. So if it's only an Isidur Abbonah, maybe it doesn't take away from the fact that she got something from me on a Daraisa level. That's very questionable. Doesn't the Kenyan have to be an act of giving over ownership of said ring or said bike? That's the Adam Loom's discussion vis-a-vis Hilchus Kedushin, which we're not going to be Meirachon, as well as discussing in Hilchus Esrik. Maybe Hilchus Esrik only has to mean that you have to have the ability to use it. Does Mamash have to be Lochem? That's his discussion over there. What I would like to bring out as a response to that objection, that if the reason why Kitsha Begezel's Mekudashet is because the Isra is only Midir Abonon, but at the end of the day, with the objection we raised is that it belongs to the Goy. It's a chayfet, so the Goy does not belong to the Yid. The Nesivis in Chayshim Mishpat, not Nebuchadnezzar this time, in Shimon Ches, in the Halachs of Gezalach in the beginning, offers a groundbreaking insight into what would turn that into a Maisek Kedushin. And he says like this. I'm going to add a little bit of commentary to the way the Nesivis says it. Truth to be told... Whenever Shimon engages in an act of theft, let's talk about classic theft. Shimon broke into Ruben's house and he walked out with his, with his laptop. Walked out with his wallet. 
When Shimon walks out with Ruben, when the Ganav walks out with the victim's wallet, with his laptop, is that laptop still in the possession of the owner? Why not? One could make a case that no. There's no difference between Shimon burning that laptop, destroying it in any other way, or walking away with it. Either way, what he's done is he's been mazik, and the Gemara, by the way, calls a Ganav a mazik as well. One of the obvious mazikin discussed in the beginning above the Kama is a Gazan. Because a Gazan is doing the same thing, the same way if I burn your laptop, I've destroyed it, I've destroyed your ability to use your laptop by walking out with it. Explains in the city, this is a concept that really plays itself out in the sugas that are known as sugas of Kinyon Exela. Explains in the city that if not for the fact that Ruven, the Torah, placed on him the burden that he has to return it to Shimon, or oh, I don't remember if I said before Shimon being the Ganav, whichever way, the Ganav and the victim, the, if not for the fact that the Torah placed the burden of returning something on the Ganav, really it would be that the Ganav walked out with it, he really destroyed it, he owes him the dollar and cents value of it, it's gone. Steal somebody's car, the car is gone. You owe the owner, the victim, that is, the value of the car. The car itself is gone. Heyoyis, the Torah, created a Chiv HaShova. The Chiv HaShova defines that Reuven is now holding on to it with a responsibility to give it back to Shimon. So it stays, it blinds the, the Chifetz of Shimon. That being said, what happens if we assume that when the Torah gave the Mitzvah of Hoshev to Shimon, Returned stolen property. The Torah was only talking about Hashem to Shivam to a Yid, not to a Goy. The Torah doesn't specifically talk about a Yid as well as a Goy. The Torah says Hashem to Shivam returned to a Yid. Maybe that Chiv is not said Lagabe a Goy. Says in the Sivism came when a person steals from a Goy, even if Fakeret, even if we say that the Maisa that he did has the Choymer of a full act of thievery, and it's an Issa Deiraisa, but the Chaifitz is no longer belongs to the Goy. So what the Ramo is not condoning the act of thievery. That's not the issue. Yes, it's an Issa Deraisa. Says in the Sinus, however, once he stole it, that Chefetz no longer belongs to the Goy. The Yid has effectively removed that Chefetz from the Rishus of the Goy in Kitsha Isha Begezel Zuhar Rezim Now, it happens to be Rabbi Shem says to a Bokhar who admitted that when he was young, he went to a rough time and he was doing some shoplifting. And Ramesha, of course, the truth is left anonymous. Ramesha writes him that even if there's no Chiv Hashova, but since he wants to do Tshuva on the act of Gezel that he did, of course, he should return to whichever stores or whichever victims that he burglarized from. He should return those stolen items. Not because it's a Chiv Hashova. And not because the Chafetzin that he has or he had still belong to the Goy. Could be like in the series. But you want to do tshuva, you have to undo the Averi that was done, you have to return. That's something else. That's tshuva, that's been on Lama, that's been on Lama. But as far as who the item in question, when a Yid would shoplift from a Goyesha jewelry store, would steal a ring, maybe that Maisis is a Maisis is a Daraisa. But the ring belongs to the Yid now. So the Halach is the Maisa, again, it's wrong. But in Kitsha Isha, I raise him And that's the Pshan the Ramah.